From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. James, it's great to be back. How are you today? Doing great, Steve. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, I always enjoy our conversations, and uh, it's great that we have a little bit of time to catch up and, and also talk about things that we're passionate about. Um, yep. Today, we're, you know, you and I are both kind of in a position now where not only do we rely on our own work, but we also have to rely on other people. And we're also involved in selecting some of those people and getting and building a team and understanding what goes into that. And, and um, so I thought when we were exploring ideas, it might be nice for us to share some of the criteria or the or or what what we think that we look for when we're hiring somebody um and we're bring, and we're building our team and we're bringing people on board um and and there's no right or wrong answer to this because it depends on your organization and your need and and so so on and so forth but it's a, it's been something that I've been trying to do for quite some time um, in building my team, um, I mean, it's it's a diff, totally different skill set than learning to program and being good at programming. And um, so, uh, I'll I'll um, I'll kind of put it on the table. When um, I know that this is something that you've had to probably ramp up fairly quickly on recently. What what are some of the lessons that you've learned as you've um, developed a team, and and what what are some things that that you look for? So. First up, I'm I'm always learning. I'm always adjusting. Um, but I think two key things I always try to look for is I listen and I see where they're coming from. So I know a lot of times managers are going to look at the technical side. You know, you want someone who knows Python. You want someone who knows one of the programming language, strong in this, strong in that. I look for someone with customer service experience. Because you know what? Especially if they work in food industry, if you mess up someone's food order, they're very upset. So that's very vital to be able to handle customer service end of it. Technical stuff you can teach. Another thing, I, I something I just kind of took on recently is really listening and understanding how they process it. And it kind of reminds me of a story I just listened to on a uh, leadership podcast was this kindergarten kid came home and he's like, mom, mom, in math today or in school today, I learned three is half of eight. Mom's like, wait, what? I didn't hear you right. What did he say? The kid repeat school today. I learned three is half of eight mom who was a retired teacher is like no that's not right sat down with her child and did the math and go see like she took out some m&ms she put eight on the table split them in half and say count here and he's like well there's four there four on this side and she's like see three is not half of eight it's four but he's like no mom you don't understand so he took out a piece of paper and drew the number eight and folded the paper in half. It was a whole different way of thinking about the problem. And the mom didn't wasn't listening fully 
and understanding where it's coming from, where the child is coming from. So yes, four is half of eight, but so is three, and so is zero. It's all how you look at it and how you're defining the problem. And so that's where you got to start listening, understanding where you're you're talking to your potential team member or your potential employer or employee and understanding where they're coming from. And if they are they coming from it with a different mindset, because we always said this from day one, programmers are unique breed. Do they have that mind of a programmer? Yeah, I, I really like that a lot. I'm probably going to use that in so, <laughs> some talk or presentation or something. I think that's a really great, um, a good, perfect example. It's so understandable. Um, I I agree with you there. Um, the, the there's a big adage: you could always teach skills, but you can't teach attitude. And I think that that probably comes into play there. And and you and I have talked quite a bit about the value of, of um, professional skills and, and having uh, a more well-rounded makeup, not just being able to write code because we have to interact with other people. And when you write code and you, if you think that you are going, that's the only thing that you're going to have to do, there aren't that many roles or jobs in at least in our industry that uh, allow you to, do that full time. There's always going to be other aspects of the of the job that you're going to have to to do, um, and and I, you know, so um, I I think that we're we're certainly on the same page there. The the um, the skill set I think is is certainly a requirement, but demonstrating capability is also a requirement. And and I think you know we're probably going back to almost episode one. We've talked about. Are, are you passionate about doing this? And is it something that you enjoy and that you would do if you weren't getting paid to do it? And I think that that a lot of times is a good sign of somebody who can be um, a, a very happy programmer. And I think that, that that's part of this too, is that it doesn't always matter how good you are is if you're not going to be happy in the job that you're doing. Yes. Uh, that. I think is very vital to any job, not just a programmer, is your mental health and your, are you truly enjoying what you're doing? Because when you're enjoying what you're doing and you have a good culture around you and a support system around you, you're going to excel, especially if you're in programming, you're going to tackle a new language. If especially if you're tackling a new language, you're going to be frustrated in the beginning because you don't understand it and you've got a, some learning curve there. But if your environment around you is difficult and you don't have the support structure, that makes it worse. It makes it no fun. You're like, why am I doing this? Having that support system, the culture around you is very vital, not just in work, but actually at home as well, especially for programmers because you know, we deal with complicated problems that we need to solve. There's a lot that I've learned too from some people who are who really need to be heads down and and focused and doing things. And and, and again, I, I we're probably going to say this all episode. You know, if you if you look listen back in our catalog, we've talked about 
many of these topics in different um, di different episodes and in, in different contexts. But but a programmer needs to be able to concentrate, and, and they need to be able to um, to work through things and and be given space to to do so. Um, but also have to have that commitment to see something through. Um, are there any um, specific criteria? So if somebody was were looking for a job um, or or trying to prepare themselves, is there anything that you would recommend or or some some a couple of things that you might normally look for? Willingness to learn. Um, I, I besides being someone in the customer service side because. Again, the people I'm more hiring right now in my role are people who will be interacting with customers. So I definitely need someone with strong customers service side. But the eagerness to learn, because that shows that whatever problem is put in front of them, they're going to tackle it their way, but they're going to tackle it. Now, you hope the it's a valuable way and improves and you're going to take learn. You're going to make mistakes with hiring people. Not everyone's going to be great. Some people are very good at interviews and don't perform well. And, and they're just very good at, you know, I, I hate using this word, but BSing interviews. Um, but then there are other people who are very strong te technically and horrible in interviews, but they're willing to learn. They're willing to develop. So that, again, going back to enlisting and not using filters to kick people out but showing that you're willing to learn i know i'm going around in circles here but that willingness to learn is very vital like i know it was it helped me in my career because when i got hired one of my roles uh in my first job at at a college one of my roles was uh doing cctv cameras i never touched a security camera in my life but the boss my boss he was like look one of your main roles is going to be handling our cameras I'm like, okay, no problem. When I got thrown on the AV side, I was told I'm going to be helping the AV guy. It's like one of the roles that are like, you're going to program, help program the systems. I never did anything AV wise. I'm like, okay, no problem. I had that willingness to learn and I developed from that. And having that ability to say, hey, I'm going to tackle this problem in front of me and move forward is what needs to be done. And, and so I, I think taking that one step further, and, and this may be hard thing, would be to show either be armed with ways to um, demonstrate or 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 speak to that, you know, some past experience where you've done that, and and uh, if you if that that's a key selling point, you want to be able to to back that up by not just saying yes, I will learn, but here's how I've done it in the past. Here's how yep. I have learned, and these are these are some some ways that I have um, taken on and, and added responsibility or done something that I wasn't necessarily um, trained to do originally, but I but I mastered it because I put my mind to it. No, I, I think that's great advice, and do know our listeners, and I I know I said this before, don't get frustrated as you grow because as the saying goes if mountains were smooth we wouldn't be able to climb up so you're <laughs> going to hit rough paths you're going to have a hard time 
just know it that it's it's going to make you a better person and going to make you a better programmer and a better employee. I, I want to, you know, kind of wrap around because we started ta talking about it, you know, from a team perspective, I think, I think the, the whole definition of team is working together. And so I think that that's important too, to be able to show how you can um, help the other people that you work with and that, that you're, um, that it's not uh, an individual sport, but it's it's something where we're we're working together for a common goal, and that it's um, the that that your value is in being able to make the people around you better as much as it is to be able to demonstrate your abilities. Um, you know, and it certainly doesn't hurt to to uh, be make uh, it known that how much you really want the job or you want or your or or why you're um very interested in pursuing a particular career or opportunity and and um being able to speak to that i think is really critical yeah i i think you hit a good topic there is being a team player uh very valuable uh cuz we are even though we talked about that sometimes we feel like we're on an island we are never on the island alone. We either have a supervisor, we either have a coworker. We we got to work as a team, and it, you know, team sports are teams that are always played together well. Do better than people the teams that are full of stars that don't play well together. And, and and not not that we're trying to make this episode about trying to find a new job, but it's um, but but we're but 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 you know, in terms of furthering your career, you know, it's it's really important to to put yourself out there as we always discuss and be and 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 um, get get some name recognition and you know be be able to um, have um, a resume that backs up who you are and that but but it's really you um and this is not always very this is not always something that comes naturally to a programmer but it's up to you to sell yourself yes and one av people are horrible at selling themselves because we are what we are the background people programmers are even worse we are farther in the back so yes you you have to learn to sell yourself uh I mean, we're not always the ones wearing hoodies in the back of the closet with a computer screen. Um, sometimes you got to come out in the light and uh, show your value to the people around you. Because otherwise, like, yeah, as you mentioned, we're not here saying, hey, go look for a new job. But sometimes you need to be recognized that you're either going to get that promotion or you're going to get a better team or you might need that different job. And and I think really being dedicated to um, to to saying this is the job that I want, not just that I'm looking for any job. This is the job, and this is the reason why. And I just have to comment that we used to use the analogy that it would be a programmer sitting in their basement in their boxers. So that uh, I think we we may have been elevated by going into the utility closet with a hoodie. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Definitely put the pants on. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's probably a good place for us to wrap this one up. And hopefully there's uh, some valuable gems there and a little bit of humor, but 
um, reach out to to both James and me. We you know we'd be glad to help you. We'd be glad to to answer questions and continue this conversation. I think it's an important topic, and um, not not everybody um, has the uh, oh, you know, always gets this type of insight to be able to find ways to further themselves and, you know, having a, a mentor or somebody that could help guide you. I think it, it may be one of the most valuable pieces of it, but James, how could people get in touch with you and, um, hear more about all of your contributions to the industry? Uh, as always, you can reach out and as you said, definitely reach out. I, I, I'll help anyone I can, however I can. So definitely reach out AV underscore James King on Twitter. I am on LinkedIn. Don't use it much, but I'm there. Uh, you Google me, you'll find me. I'm everywhere. And that's only because he's applied himself and put it, put himself out there. So um, for me, you could reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media, um, Twitter and LinkedIn are probably the ones that I use the most and um, do some writing um, both for um, publications at AV Network uh, and Commercial Integrator and SCN, as well as my company blog at controlconcepts.net. Um, also have, um, I have to kind of pitch or, or plug that uh, my other podcast that I do with Rich Fragoza on avnation.tv is approaching our hundredth episode, and it's probably going to be timed uh, close to this one coming out. So check that, check out a state of control there. And I think we're going to have some fun on that episode. And if uh, you don't uh, already know of it, it uh, speaks to a lot of, a lot of similar topics for this audience. So, um, but with that said, uh, if you want to find out more about us, um, check out our podcast here on your favorite player, as well as the video on YouTube. And we'd like to hear from you. So please reach out to us. And that's what we have for today. And this has been Ask the Programmer.